If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Welcome to the Colossians 3.1 podcast. Whether you've been a Christian your whole life or are new to the faith, we invite you to join our discussion as we dive into theology, objections to the faith, common questions, and hot topics in an effort to better know, love, and follow Jesus Christ. Hello, and welcome to the Colossians 3.1 podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Barrett Jackson. To my left, we have Jerry Jernigan. Au revoir. Zakari. Oh, it took me a whole... Yeah. Zakari, how would you say your <laughs> last name then? Rimsburg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... We also have Sam Draper in the most. Please be yourself, too. That's like the, like you said it in effect that like you're in an office with no light and like that that surrounded by people. No, no, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I was like, what? Like you're talking about noir, no natural light, and then the humming light above you, and you're just you just don't like life. Yes, the old the old. Yeah, you're just like, oh, it's terrible. Anyway. Starting in a dark place this week. Yeah, even though we have light, in two ways, right? Yeah. What What are those two ways, Zach? We're going to test you. We got LED, <laughs> we got LEDs and we Jesus. Have a flashlight on my phone and blue screens on the. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna dig into spiritual gifts a little bit more, and we we kind of the last two episodes we talked a little we talked about sp- spiritual gifts a little bit, yeah. And uh, but we're gonna dive into how how to figure out what yours is, yeah. and I'm gonna figure that out as we go yeah. for myself. <laughs> so yeah, so this we want to talk about kind of rubber meets the road. You know what what does it matter? How do we determine? Because um, being a, a product of the '80s '90s church. Uh, you know, you want everything systematized. You want uh, uh, everything. You know, I think we all you all grow up with scantrons. Oh yeah. You know, mm. my, my my poor son. He'll 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 never have scantron. He's all on the computer all the time. Poor but, son. But uh, we had the spiritual gift tests or inventories that. It's like a personality profiles, like you've ever done like the Myers Briggs yeah. or the or some of those. So so it has like these lists of anywhere between like 10 to 75 questions that really become like, what do you like to do? <laughs> do you like to lead people? <laughs> you know. You would say you do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So it, I do, I am, I'm kind of ragging on them, uh, but like, well, cause a, there was no like actual personality profiles and those types of inventories are actually researched and measured and, you know, cross reference with like people score like this on this one, but same person does this one over here is totally different. There's something wrong with your with your questions, right? Well, this I, is just like somebody, you know, some pastor going like, 
okay, let me make up a few questions and see see if it helps people. Well, I feel like anytime I'm taking a test like that, after a while, I'm like, I'm kind of on to you, and I think I know where I want to end up. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like... Uh, I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I know what I want you to tell me I want. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, and and I, I don't even think that's in bad faith. It's just your brain starts doing yeah. it. You know? But see, here... I think that's actually where spiritual gift inventories are helpful because rather than being an objective test, it, it kind of helps you think through and discern um, kind of like, okay, what is it uh, that I do? Um, So, so if you're just like, okay, who is Jared Jernigan? Okay, that's a big, that's a big question. All right. Yeah, but you guys probably better than me. You listen to the poop episode. Um, but to to get a fully orbed view of. Jared and in his work life, his family life, his hobbies, his childhood, his, you know, it, it just too, and people kind of freeze up. It's like, I, I don't know what I, you know, it's like go around the room and, and say something about yourself. It's like, ah, who am I? But a spiritual gift inventory kind of takes you through like, you know, do you think you're the kind of person who shows mercy and, and, you see a person on the side of the road, you want to stop and help them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, uh, you know, are, are you the type of person who is like the, the one who stays late to do the dishes? You know, so you, by the end of it, you get this score of, okay, these... Usually it's the ones listed in 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12, like uh, faith, mercy, encouragement, leadership, administration, giving, um, teaching, you know, these types of things. But then you're supposed to take that and then think about it and talk with other people about it and say, does this sound like me? Because, as you just said, Jared, sometimes other people know you or see things in you that, that you're not actually seeing. So, uh, and, and on top of that, it's easier for it's easier for me to give a compliment about someone else than it is myself personally. Sure, to compliment yourself or to receive a compliment. No, it's, it's a compliment others. It's easier to compliment others. Right, than to receive a compliment or to like acknowledge something in yourself. Both. Okay. But I was saying acknowledge something in yourself. Sometimes it's like, it's, 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 sure. you know, it's, it's, it can be kind of feel a little arrogant to be like, well, I'm really, this is my gift. This is what I'm good at, you know? Yeah. And so you, you talk it over with other people who know you and then, and, and really, it's almost like a process of elimination. Because I, there's some things that are like there's some overlap of, uh, you know, it's like, okay, is it teaching or is it preaching or is it knowledge or is it, 
you know, but, but there's something it's like, okay, yeah. Like I've learned long ago, kids. No, that's not, (laughs) that's not it for me. Um, so you just kind of talk it through and then, and then you, you end up with, okay, it seems like ah, maybe, maybe it's these one or two or three, but then you go and you test them. Mm. And this is something people, people forget about. It's like, uh, you know, if, if you think, okay, I took the survey and it says giving. All right, well, why don't you try giving? <laughs> Why, you know, why, why don't you write a check and see how God uses that? Now, if you're doing that and the whole time you're doing that, you're like, oh, this is like pulling teeth. Maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not. It's like go on a mission trip, you know, um, get involved. That's one of the things where we do here at GCC, uh, a program called Camp Discovery. It's a, a kind of a one-week day camp uh, for kiddos, but we have like different areas like art and woodworking and gardening and drama and uh, sewing. And these kids get in there and it's like, okay, a week to try something. And some of them are like, oh, this I really, I really, really like doing this. Okay. Because sometimes we have this fear that, okay, if God's going to give me a gift, it's going to be in something I hate. <laughs> you know, you ever, like, there was this really old song, like, please don't send me to Africa. You know, this guy singing to God is like, you know, God, I'll, I'll work, I'll help with junior high. I'll, I'll scrub, tw- just whatever you don't send me to Africa. As though... The God who created you and formed you is only going to use you where you are. You have no aptitude, no joy, no, uh, no desire. Like it's the only way God will use me if it's in something I hate. Usually what people are going to find, I think, is that their gifts kind of line up with where their joy is. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause like that's it was like okay so uh, Barrett here he is helping with woodworking, right? That's right. Um, so you have all kinds of different tools. Sure. Now, if you take a screwdriver and use it as a hammer, what's going to happen to that screwdriver? It's going to break. Yeah, and it's not going to get the job done. It's mm. going to be a bad time for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. They're good chisels. <laughs> Sorry. I have a screwdriver just for that, actually. <laughs> so God is going to put us where we are going to thrive. Okay. Now it doesn't mean where it's comfortable, because comfortable could be, ah, don't don't give me a job at all. But thriving is where we are we are challenged and we are growing we are that that good exhaustion you ever had that like after a good day's work a full day's work you're you're just worn out but it feels so good i think that's 
where we are with with spiritual gifts that uh another another way of doing it sam do you think that the what exactly what you just said that thriving is thriving because it's pure reliance on the spirit to accomplish what's being accomplished i mean in, in part I think it's also thriving because it is lining up with just how God made us to function. Because I, I was just wondering, you used the, you know, you said joy and thriving, which I agree with, but the only joy comes from God. Real joy comes from God. There's a lot of things that make us happy, but it's temporary. Joy lasts forever. Joy is our redeemer. So then, to thrive and have that joy has to be submission to God. In that gift, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not picking what you said. If I agree, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to think of it deeper in terms of. Yeah, because there's I, things that I don't have joy doing, but the things that I have joy doing is normally because I'm doing them for a purpose beyond myself. Yeah, it's just mm. sometimes people take that, you know, into a almost a a self. Um, abusing yeah, kind of yeah, way where fair. it's like okay, so so in order for me to be totally to be yeah, yeah, because that's the only way I can be fully surrendered. My family member told me one time that the trick to joy was Jesus first, other second, yourself last, which I always found interesting. I thought that was a good way to remember joy. Yeah, I and and I I know I know when I was. In the the depths of depression, one of the things that got out of it was when guys said, "Okay, stop looking at yourself. <laughs> stop wallowing in your problems, and serve other people." It didn't make my problems go away, but I stopped dwelling on them, <laughs> wallowing. So, so I, I do I do think using our gifts so. Do take an inventory, fine. But bottom line, you, you talk you talk to other people. Well, we have a, a program here. I th I think it it might have originated with Saddleback. This acronym Shape. So you take your spiritual gifts, but then you also take your heart. What what is it that gets your heart being faster? So, um, kids. It's like, okay, you know, like, hey, kids who, who, who may be like the hard luck cases that everyone else just wants to ignore, but man, that, I, I just have a, a passion for helping kids. Or, um, you know, maybe it's the, uh, oh, like addiction ministry. Like, hey, yeah, you know, I've been through that myself and, and I want to help people going through that. So, so what makes your heart beat faster? You so spiritual gifts, heart abilities, those uh, less supernatural, more natural, like learned abilities. Um, like, hey, I've I'm decent with a computer. You know, I, there's there's things I've learned, or you know, some of the some of the skills of uh, craftsmanship that. Hammer, hammering with a screwdriver? No. It, hammering a screwdriver can't be that difficult. 
<laughs> I'm shaking my head at Zach because I've seen him operate power tools. <laughs> Well, but but those are power tools. He's talking about a hammer and a screwdriver. Yeah. Real craftsmanship. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Mister, I use a screwdriver anyway, for a chisel. Anyway, it was me. Yeah, wasn't me. But, That's why I was joking. Oh, sure. Okay, so spiritual gifts, heart, ability, personality. Are you a people person or not? <laughs> you know, are you a? Uh, Depends on the people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then no. Yeah. <laughs> You know, are you a detailed person or a fly by the seat of your pants person? And then the last one is experiences. Mm. There's certain experiences that I've had growing up that sh have shaped me in a particular way. Like, especially with, uh, with my history with addiction, I can relate to and in some ways empathize with more easily someone else who's going through through that so it's not just okay where are my spiritual gifts this determines what i do it's how has god completely shaped me for his purposes where i'm at i like that i've never heard that i have either be interesting to reflect on what I, about I could have claimed credit for it? <laughs> what about as time changes, you know, and and can I have more than one? Can we have more than one? And we talked about overlapping. See, I don't know. Say you get a new job, and 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 you sort of a lot of your spiritual gifts at your previous job f flowed through that job, and now things have changed, or. You know, is it possible for your spiritual gifts to change? I, I believe so. Because it's the Holy Spirit who gives them. If it was innate to my DNA, well, then maybe not. But if God's giving a gift, if he says, okay, Sam, I'm going to work through you in this way at this time for this purpose... But then I'm going to move you over here where the kingdom needs something different from you. So I'm going to work through you in this way. Um, now, I don't think it's like a complete personality change from one to the other. But um, for example, uh, I've been in roles in churches where I've needed to do more administration and and then others there's times where it's been more you know if i'm preaching every sunday well that's using different gifts than when i'm organizing uh you know a, a number of groups to you know and i'm more coaching uh investing into group leaders so there's some different skill sets there and, and if god spoke to you and Jesse and said, I need you to go X and preach the gospel to these people. Yeah. It'd be a whole different. Yeah. And you could pull from experiences you had, like you said, other gifts that you have, but you're going to shift to a, to a new gift or a different gift. It's going to be. Well, yeah. I'm, I, and I'm, I'm just going to rely on God. It's like, God, I'm in a new scenario now. I got, <laughs> well, I need your, need your help to. What, what about, you know, we, we all or a lot of us use 
I'm going to say some of the generic, in air quotes, spiritual gifts in some way or the other. You know, in life, we're inevitably going to lead. In life, we're inevitably going to show compassion. In life, we're inevitably going to do certain things. Yeah. So how do we determine what, which one, you know, is a spiritual, I mean, I guess like, what my question was is how do we determine, say we're decent at some of those, how do we determine which one is a spiritual gift, which, which one isn't? Is that just spending time with the Holy Spirit and asking, asking other people again? Yeah. And my thought, and it's, and it's a work in progress thought, is that when the Holy Spirit, when, when the Holy Spirit is working through me, there's a multiplication effect that um, that things happen far beyond my effort. So, for example, if I'm on stage and and talking, if you know, I, and I'm, I'm hearing stories of of how this message I preached and people are remembering it and uh, and talking about how it's it's help them grow closer, you know, things that the Holy Spirit is doing through my using that gift far beyond what I could say I, I made happen. And I think, you know, in, in some, like the, the one who has a spiritual gift of giving, we're all, we're, we're all, we all give, we're, we're called to, to give, but the, the one with the spiritual gift it just seems like God uses them. It's not necessarily their gift is larger, it's more money, but it's like the impact is bigger than, mm. than my own. Yeah, I like that example. That's neat. I think um, with giving, though, too, it, it, it's not even necessarily money. Oh, right. Just... Just for people listening who are thinking about giving and what they can give monetarily or whatever, I think uh, giving time. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'll I'll throw out some names here. Um, Ruth Myers in the Putnam County fill the need. Um, she uh, tools for school, the Giving Tree, uh, whether you call it administration or or service or whatever, but the work that she does ends up i mean it's not just her but she organizes and sure, yeah and mobilizes a number of people uh and blesses hundreds of families multiple times a year yeah. you know it's like you know i know that on my own power i could never match that and it's not because and i uh, Ruth is an amazing one. Her whole team is amazing, but I think God's got a big hand in what they're doing. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Sam, when did you grasp some of your gifts? What was the was there a moment when you could say or or explain for people listening that are that want confirmation or want to and ultimately, God will be the one to confirm to them. But was there something that you 
did or the way you went about it aside from prayer? Was there a moment that you knew this is a gift God has bestowed on me? Okay. In any of your gifts and, and all right. the different things you've done. So um, preaching and teaching are, are among the top in, in my gifts. And so this is like really early on, like, so I was in high school and we were doing a church picnic Our whole church had, the, you know, basically a whole Sunday uh, picnic thing. And then we had like a small little chapel service after, and my youth pastor asked me to, to deliver the message. And somebody told me this uh, later on, I forget how later after, but they had asked our, our lead pastor, Denny Slaughter, who at this time he had been there. He'd been like the lead pastor for 25, 30 years. They, they asked him if, if when he was my age, if he could do what I was, mm. what I was doing. I'm like, I, like this is like one of like the one of, if not the first ones, first sermons, message, you know, devotions or whatever. Um. So you know that was like, okay, God's, God's doing something. I, I another time I remember we had a we had, so I was a, I was an intern at my home church, my original home church. Um. At Valley View Christian Church in Dallas, Texas, and while I was interning there in Bible College, we started a college ministry. And you know, so I'm like, this is a ministry I'm really invested in and wanting to see. You know, that heart. You know, there's like no college students in a church of over a thousand. There's like no college ministry. I'm like, that's insane. Hmm. So. We started doing some stuff and, and just experimenting and making it happen. And we built a team and some, and so I remember one night with a couple of team members and they're talking about kind of what God's doing in their lives. And, and it was just like, I just started bawling, you know, it's like, you know, God's giving me an opportunity to be part of this. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a college student, Bible college student, intern at a church, have no idea what I'm doing. And here are some of my really close friends and, and I'm witnessing like this phenomenal life change that God is, is doing them. It's like, ah, that ain't, that ain't from Sam, you know, <laughs> from introverted, awkward, uh, uh, especially at that time I was, I was in active addiction, you know, there's whole lots of reasons why, you know, no, mm. it sh nothing, nothing should be happening. And, um, God was working in spite of all of those limitations. Mm. So. Mm. What about you two? You know, I I think I struggle sometimes really to come to terms with what my spiritual gift might be. 
But I think when it comes right down to it, like, I really think, I mean, as I go over it, I feel like it's encouragement. There's nothing I like more than trying to make somebody's day better. And I think that's been my way since I was a little kid. You know, I love to tell jokes. I wanted to make people laugh. And, you know, comedy is not a spiritual gift, but... um, uh, a form of exhortation. I suppose so, yes. But, like, I think that, in, you know, in what I do professionally, I want to tell people stories. Where, you know, and that's good or bad. But, you know, I, I hope that I can somehow brighten someone's day with that, you know. And I come to a place in church where, you know, about once a month um, I give, you know, the communion meditation. And I have found that I love it when people come up to me and tell me what it was like for them. And I struggle with that because that can be a point of pride. You know, like, oh, look at me, I'm so good. But I don't, I've wrestled with that. And I think it's really about like, no, this this made a difference in this person's life, their, their day, hopefully their life. And I just, I feel like that's that's not me. That That's that's God using my natural gifts, but, but doing something well beyond me. That's not just writing a story, you know, of what happened at wherever, mm-hmm. you know, out in the county. That's, you know really touching that person's heart. And I know I, you know, I know I can't do that on my own, but somehow God used me to put together the right words that that person walks out that day feeling different, feeling closer to God than when they walked in. And that's, that's amazing. to me. How you, Barrett? I think it's pretty simple for me as service. I just love projects. I can, I can remember back when I was a kid, I would, you know, if my brother was gone or sister was gone for whatever reason, I'd, I'd do something special for them or wash and wax my, I remember doing that for my dad's truck one time and, or just helping out wherever. I mean, I just like digging in with my hands, anything I can do, um, I find a lot of joy in that. And and the same with Jared, you know, when, when people thank me for it, I really appreciate it. I love that. I do. And you got to be careful with it, obviously. But I like seeing physical fruits of my labor. And through that, I've been able to see what God has done with me. And when you carry the right head, it can be pretty powerful with any spiritual gift, right? You're talking like Philip's head or flathead? Yeah, yeah, well, no, Torx. T25. Flathead's illegal. And, oh, aren't they off the best chisel? And Philip's. I, I just don't understand. If anyone is a, a, a fastener maker listening, T25 everything, please. Anyway. No. I, <laughs> so, but now it's transformed. You know, now I now I just get to use my... My trade um, professionally, um, and I love doing that. But then, because of because I know construction, I get to use that quite often as a gift elsewhere too. So, and I really, I really enjoy both, which turns out pretty well. Sure. What about you, Zach? Yeah. Well, I don't know that we have time for me, but I want to <laughs> well, make a comment on well, some of your things that I really. I love and appreciate, and I, I appreciate Sam's too, but there was something slightly unique I thought about what both of you said that I hope people heard that because we've been talking about gifts and does God use gifts from natural abilities, right? Or does, is it, 
are you a, a good uh, singer songwriter are you a good you know a skid steer driver you know is that your spiritual one of the things i love about the book you said is it was something it's part of your profession now but really it was cultivated before and now god uses your gift through your profession I, and I, that may be a really small like semantic me just picking at something but i love how your guys's gift that you can recognize god ended up making bigger through your work i 100 percent agree and quite frankly if i chose a completely different industry to work in i don't think that my spirit they could obviously i'm not going to limit god but i don't think that my core spiritual gift would change at all sure right sure for me personally but he's 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 like Sam said. He's multiplied your ability it's, to serve. It's almost like they're thriving. Oh, they're and they're joyful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I All sang right. last time, and now you're singing. <laughs> it's time to cut this episode. Yeah, we we do appreciate you guys no, reaching out. Uh, Sam, did you have a uh, suggestion to a website for a spiritual gifts inventory? Nope. Google spiritual gifts inventory <laughs> and make sure it's sound and then you well, can take it. Hopefully and, you at least have some discernment. <laughs> yes, yes. Please use discernment. Actually, I think Lifeway has had one in the past. I don't know if it's behind a paywall anymore or it's been a while. So Lifeway Church? No, Lifeway Publishing. Okay. Um and and that's the thing is like sometimes it's like a, a church did it on their angel fire website or geo cities and, <laughs> and then it's there and then it's gone. Uh, <laughs> th those of you who know, know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like angel fire geo city. You're, you're too young. I looked at him and pushed up my fake glasses. <laughs> <laughs> There's that gift of encouragement. Right <laughs> Keeps on giving. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week.